Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to let go of your fears and limiting beliefs? Ready to live in the moment? Ready to live a positive life by creating new habits? You're in the right place. Join us every week at the Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar show. To learn how to create the happy life you always wanted and deserve now. Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Sahar Andretti from the beautiful sunny California. Happy New Year. It has been a while. I missed you all. And we want to make, we want to start 2018 with a big bam because this is our year. This is where we are going to do everything we wanted to do. This is when we are going to achieve our dreams. This is when we are going to set the goals and actually do them. This is our year. In the reproduction years, this is the second year of the new cycle. So the first year, last year, was basically the birth. So we had ups and downs because we didn't know the world we came in. And this year is actually the year of making things happen. So let's make things happen. And the best way to start the great new year is gratitude, with gratitude. And I decided that my theme for 2018 is abundance. Abundance of joy, abundance of love, abundance of money, abundance of family, of romance, of everything, just abundance of everything. And then when I thought about that, I thought that actually the doorway to abundance is gratitude. So I thought to do the show today about gratitude. And what helped me also think about doing gratitude today is that um, the week between Christmas and New Year, I have done like a five-day challenge for self-discovery for a few women, and I had talked about gratitude, and some of them told me that they actually have done or tried the gratitude journal, but it didn't do anything for them. It didn't help them at all, and or they didn't get any value out of it. So it got me thinking for a while, and I kept asking them more questions to, to understand why would they be feeling that way. So I received some answers, and some of them I have never really thought about them. Some of them told me that when they did the gratitude journal, it felt like another task that they had to go to do. So they were actually dragging their feet to do it. And this is not what is meant to be by doing the gratitude journal. So let's talk today about gratitude and about what do we mean by that. So the first thing is Happy New Year. <laughs> so gratitude for me is the vehicle that leads to abundance. So for example, if I consider abundance as being an artery or a vein, then gratitude would be the blood running through it. If I considered abundance like a plant, then gratitude would be the nutrients like the water, the fertilizer, the ground that is needed for that plant to grow. I usually, every single day, I start my day with gratitude. I, I, I think about some, if not all, the things that I'm so grateful for. I, I see that as human beings, we take so many things in our lives for granted. It's like breathing. We take for granted breathing, smiling, even waking up in the morning. I don't mean to be morose here or, or put a damper on, on our um, happiness or, or, or what, how we feel high in the new year, but there are people that don't get to wake up in the morning. There are people that have 
very hard time breathing. There are people that cannot even smile. So this is what I'm saying, these little things that we take for granted. We need to take notice of how we are grateful for them, that they are blessings in our life. When I start my day with gratitude, I put my mind in the right frame for the rest of the day. It can't go wrong. So for every single day, I feel so blessed. And through that feeling of being blessed, I see things that I didn't even realize were there or maybe that I took for granted in the past. But being grateful for things and blessing doesn't mean that I'm settling for whatever just I have. That, yes, I appreciate the many blessings that I have in my life, but I still go after my dreams while being grateful for every step. The two, like be settling down or, or not going after dreams, they don't have to contradict each other. Actually, they can be run parallel. So you, don't, you, you need to go after your dreams and you need to be grateful for every step that you take in the journey to achieve our dreams. That's what I mean. So Professor Robert Emmons, uh, he's a professor of psychology at UC Davis, and he is a leading scientific expert on the science of gratitude, said that an ounce of gratitude is worth a pound of cure. Remember when they used to, to say an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Actually, the gratitude doesn't cost you anything. An apple, you have to go out and buy one. But this, an ounce of gratitude is worth a pound of cure. And he also states that the practice of gratitude can have dramatic and lasting, and lasting effects in a person's life. I mean, how cheaper than that can we get? I mean, it's free. <laughs> so let's do it. An ounce of gratitude is worth a pound of cure. When we cultivate an attitude of gratitude, we can create or increase, believe it or not, our levels of happiness. We can go through adversity in a lot easier way as our look on life is different. We no longer look at setbacks, obstacles, and challenges as being, oh my God, I'm in a disaster, or oh my God, I'm doomed. But we look actually for the lesson that the universe is putting us through so we can learn from it. That lesson that will take us to the next level in life, no matter how hard that lesson is. Remember, I always believe that everything happens for a good reason, even if we fail to see it at the time. And sometimes we go through so much pain and loss that it's very hard for us to see that, and that's what we need to prepare in advance. We need to have that ounce of gratitude so it can be worth a pound of cure. I love that saying, can you tell? So it's very easy to fall into the trap of thinking about the loss that we suffer or what didn't turn out the way we wanted or what we don't have, or even it's very easy to fall into that envy or greed part of when we compare ourselves to others. They are not in our shoes. We are not in their shoes. Our brain is wired in a way that its primary function is to protect and defend us. So it will advance actually the negative picture to keep us in our comfort zone, in our status quo, so we don't adventure ourselves to step out of it. A lot easier for us as human beings to blame everything and everyone for what we don't have and not take accountability for what we do in our life. Human beings have a tendency to look at the 5% 
of what they don't have and forget the 95% of what I have and get stuck. I have met people actually that for sometimes will ask whatever power they believe in, God, uh, uh, nature, universe, uh, Jesus, the Lord, uh, Elohim, Allah, whatever they, Buddha, whatever they believe in, they ask for ten things. And then nine things will materialize actually in a positive way, and they don't get one single thing out of the ten thing. And they get stuck about their bad fortune and their bad luck, that this one thing out of ten did not happen, forgetting to be appreciative for what they have already received. Before I continue, I want to let you know that we have a guest line call in if you want to call. It's 215-383-3736. 215-383-3736. And this is your podcast, Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar. So being grateful for the good, bad, and ugly, and you will notice that I always say good, bad, and ugly. It's one of my favorite sayings in the world. So. As I always say, it's not easy. We are born, we are not born with it. It's a skill or a habit that we need to actually practice and grow till it becomes part of who we are. Gratitude looks at life not in vacuum, but as a continuum. And that's why it's, it, we don't only focus on the present situation, because when we do that, it blinds us towards the negative rather than facilitates a solution. So when we look at life as a continuous or a continuum, reduce negative feelings like envy, frustration, resentment, and greed by finding more meaning and positive in life. Believe it or not, gratitude is an antidote to depression. A 2008 study by a psychologist called Alex Wood in the journal Research in Personality, showed that gratitude can reduce the frequency and durations of episodes and depressions. It has the power to heal. It has the power of moving us forward. But our gratitude must come from our heart. It cannot be something superficial. We build an inventory of positiveness, if this is a word, Positiveness, realizing that everything good in our life is actually a gift. We don't take it for granted. Some people spend a whole lot of money just to get that happy feeling, just to feel an ounce of happiness. So they either complain a lot or whine a lot or they go through therapy or they complain to friends or they try the shelf self-helping programs, or even some find their escape through addiction to alcohol or drugs, just to feel even few minutes of forgetting what they're going through or few minutes of uh, fake happiness. The biggest mistake that these people make, that they look everywhere for happiness on the outside, is that they miss the whole point of happiness. Happiness is actually an internal process, not an external one. We cannot look for happiness outside of ourselves. So we cannot say, I will be happy when I find my significant other. I will be happy when I make more money. I will be happy when I get that job. I will be happy 
when I have a child. I will be happy when I graduate. I will be happy when I retire. We cannot build our happiness on external factors because it's ephemeral. It doesn't stay. Actually, happiness is generated from the inside out. It's generated in our hearts and in our souls. And it's projected outside from our inside and not the other way around. So we are looking at happiness in a totally, totally wrong way. And gratitude or gratefulness and happiness go hand in hand. Because when we are grateful for things, no matter what they are, we are happy. We, we are in a state of happiness and content of what we have, no matter what it is. And it doesn't matter what other people are looking at, what you're looking for. I mean, you can be in a, in a situation where everybody is telling you, oh, poor thing. And you can say, no, don't do that. Like, for example, um, three weeks ago, we found out that my husband is suffering from blood clots. And I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, look at it this way. We found it early. We can take care of it. So actually his gratitude is, is, is something that, that, that is great. And, and no matter how much I believe in gratitude, we always have our weak points sometimes. We just need to snap out of it because we are at the end. We are human beings and we go through ups and downs. So happiness is generated in our hearts and in our souls. And the proof for that is that we, uh, we have that habit of setting goals that we think can make us happy. So we achieve these goals and we get that sense of euphoria or happiness that soon enough goes away because we are basing our state of happiness on external. How many times have you said, oh my God, I'm dying for this car. If I get this car, I'll be the happiest person. I did that, right? And then I got the car and I was jumping up and down for the, for the first two weeks. And after that, it was just, okay, I, I need to drive here or there. It's just a vehicle that takes me from point A to point B. And it never fails. Like, we look at things, it's going to, oh, my God, if I get this house, I'm going to be the happiest person on earth. And then it becomes your house, and it, it, it's not that shine, that, that, um, shine, the, the shine of the new things goes away after a while. And that's why happiness is from the inside out, is not from the outside in. And that's, please, I want you to start looking at things this way. If we are the master of our universe. We are the key to our happiness. We are the key to our fulfillment. We are the key to live our purpose. We are the key to our own abundance. Don't wait for anybody to bestow on you anything, either happiness or, or fulfillment or appreciation or, or, or even abundance. We are the master of the universe. Everything starts and ends with us. It took me many years in life to learn that shift, which is actually very simple. But I needed to learn the base of the shift to make it happen. And now, no matter how much someone pays me, if they pay me all the money in the world, it can never bring me back to where I was. And, and because I, I went through all that, I want to share what I know with you. It'd be, it's becoming a mission in my life to share these things with you, maybe to give you an easier moment or to 
to help you go through something you're going through. Believe it or not, becoming grateful made me patient. Because I know I have an inventory of positiveness instead of me, so I'm not in a rush for things to happen. As I continuously feel that I have a great inventory that carry, that can carry me on. Again, I'm not in rush of things to happen because I continuously feel I'm blessed with what I have. I still go after what I want, but I'm not in rush for things to happen, so I'm not stressed. Gratitude is one of the reasons of my success in business and in life in general. Because of the patience it created in me, I wait longer to get what I want rather than get little results or little successes immediately. So, for example, if I work on a project, I can wait longer to get more money than jump on whatever gets to my way and, and, and accept less money immediately. Look how the plan works and how it's all connected so far. Gratitude, abundance, happiness, patience, success, money. They're all correlated. And the, the common factor in all that is us. I know that some of you will say, oh, it's great. It's easier said than done. Or even some will say, oh, you know what? You have no idea what I went through. Or you haven't been where I am. And to those I say, you have no idea what I went through, and you haven't been where I am. But it's a choice that we make. It's a choice that we take in our life. We need to awaken our gratitude. It's inside of us. Believe it or not, we are created as human beings to be grateful. But we get distracted so to awaken our gratitude and being in the present, it's not easy because especially now in this life, we have so many distractions about us. Because instead of living in the present, where the present is actually a gift that we have, it's a blessing that we have, that we have the present right now that some people don't have. We get either stuck in the past or we anticipate the future. So we miss whatever is going on right now. So we are more either depressed because we identify ourselves with whatever happened in our past, either the pains, the failure, the hurt, the embarrassment, the ridicule, whatever it is. And we imprison ourselves in the cage of the past or we keep worrying about the future. So that increases our stress and our fears and our doubts and, and thinking, are we good enough to do it? And we fail to live in the present. When we live in the present, we're grateful that we have it. And gratitude always brings us to the present. But our wrong beliefs also add to that. It blocks our gratitude. We look at the dark side of life and say, if all these bad things are happening to me, there is nothing for me to be grateful for. Again, it's, it's the 5% versus the 95%. And again, it's a choice that we make. That's number one. The number two, the biggest one, the wrong belief that blocks our gratitude is us feeling entitled. We believe that we deserve all kinds of rewards without doing anything. 
if we interpret the positive aspects of our lives as what we deserve, then there is no reason to be thankful for it. Because if we start feeling that we are entitled, why even start appreciating that it's happening? It's our right, right? It's our entitlement. And these are the main two wrong beliefs that block our gratitude, that we look always at the dark side, negative, 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 or we feel entitled that good things happen to us. We never win, do we? So when we meet obstacles in our life, when we meet them with gratitude, our perceptions, perceptions start to shift. Our perceptions are our realities, though it's not the realities. So when we meet the obstacles with gratitude, our perception starts to shift. Our resistance actually loses its power and grace finds its way within us. Again, our reality is our perception and it's very, very personal. Every experience that we go through life gets filtered through our core beliefs and attitude and it produces our behaviors and our bias. Our mood affects how our reality looks. Emotions, our emotions are always responding even hidden out of sight. Therefore, there are not two people that exist in the same reality. We are unique on how we see the world. And it's based, again, on our core beliefs, our experiences, our background. So how we see the world is, again, our choice. So let's discuss for a little bit, because everything, the brain actually is very simple, but some people look at it as very complicated. Our brain is, is very easy to distract. I mean, it's, it's the easiest thing to do, and it works on negative and positive. It's as easy as that. It doesn't have more than two, two of this feeling. So let's discuss the scientific base of gratitude and its effect, and its effect, and this way, for the naysayers that say, oh, you're talking hocus pocus, I can just prove to you that it's actually something that happens in our body, in our brain, that we can scientifically explain. So many researches have been done about gratitude by great organizations like UC Davis, Berkeley, uh, etc. Taking the time to reflect on the good of our lives actually improves our mood, and when our moods are improved, it decreases the cortisol. Cortisol is the main stress hormones by approximately 23%. Our human brain never, ever evolved from the caveman days. So we are still programmed on that fight, freeze, or flight responses. The minute our brain registers any kind of threat or perceived threats, it releases chemicals or, or the, 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 medical or the medical terminology for it releases hormones as a result of that registration of the threat. The most important part here is knowing that we can control our actions before these hormones are released. But if they are released, once released, the actions are very hard to control. It's exactly when you start feeling a migraine coming, the very beginning, 
signs or symptoms, you take your medicine, you're fine. But if you wait till that migraine is in force, no matter what you do, it doesn't go away, at least for a long time. So that's why we need to work on the front end to avoid the release of the stress hormones like cortisol and amphetamine. Remember, one ounce of gratitude gives you a pound of cure. The more we express gratitude, the more it connects us with others. Because when we are grateful for everything around us, including the people that are around us, including the love they give us, including everything they do, even if they feel this, it's nothing, you know, it connects us with others. And the social connectivity releases oxytocin. Oxytocin is one of the happy hormones in the brain, and it's the key to human bonding. Part of us as human being creatures is that we thrive to belong to other people. And if we go back to the, tri to the uh, Maslow triangle or hierarchy of needs, you know, yes, we have to have the security, we have to have the minimum uh, uh, things like uh, functions like breathing and, 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 and a home and a shelter and water and all that, and we have to have the financial security and body security. And then the next level is to belong, is to belong. And we cannot thrive. We cannot find, you know, our significant other. We cannot find love, and we cannot thrive to the after level of being anthropologists or, or transcending ourselves and helping others until we feel that we belong to others or others belong to us. So oxytocin, so again, the brain is very simple. It gets threatened or it perceives it's threatened. It goes on the stress side or what we call the sympathetic system. So it secretes or it releases hormones or chemicals like cortisol and amphetamine. If we shift our thinking at that second, if we reset our brain as just pressing on the bridge of our nose, we can sh and think about something positive or grateful about something that happens, we can shift it immediately in one second from negative to positive. So it secretes oxytocin and all the happy hormones that make us happy. So it's as simple as that. On the other hand, our brain naturally suffers from what we call the negativity bias, where we are more used to threats than opportunities. Again, it goes back to the caveman. We are more used to negativity than positivity. Um, if, if you want to know more about negativity bias, I suggest that you go to YouTube, to my YouTube channel. It's Reinvent Yourself uh, with Sahar or Reinvent Yourself to Greatness. And there is my TED Talk video, and it talks about negativity bias and how to change negative to positive. Again, it's my YouTube channel, Reinvent Yourself to Greatness, and it's my TED Talk about how to change negative to positive thinking. It actually takes work for our brain to turn from negative to positive as the negative state or thinking is the default of our brain. We can effectively fight own brain wiring by rewiring our brain. When, rewire, when we rewire our brain to act appropriately by recognize, recognizing our automatic responses, like what triggers make us do this? So we, we realize that we have these triggers, so when they happen, we stop them. 
we recognize the automatic responses or triggers, we label them, and we figure that we actually have control over the situation. When we shift to gratitude, we create new pathways in our brain. They say neurons that fire together work together. Our brain is a muscle. The more we exercise and train, the more it develops and grows, like any other muscle in our body. Positive thoughts are like messengers that deliver happy thoughts to our body. Increasing this practice increases pathways to open up to positive thoughts, optimism, and even resilience in our body. Gratitude connects us with reality. So if the self is constantly changing, meaning us, if we are con constantly looking or attached to old thoughts and emotions, it's like we are holding to illusions, to old illusions. And when we let go of this illusion, what remains is the real thing, which is actually a good thing. So we need to get out of our own way to change this negativity. If we keep repeating the things that we have no interest in, we grow numb. And again, it's important to remember that the subconscious in our brain does not know the difference between negative and positive. So stop telling your brain what you don't want and start by making a list of what you want. For example, when you keep telling your brain, don't smoke, don't smoke, don't smoke, the only thing it hears is smoke, so it helps you smoke more. If you say, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, the only thing it, it, it hears is eat. And that's why people have a hard time going on diet, and they keep saying, I keep telling myself I shouldn't eat, but I find myself eating more. Yes, because the brain doesn't understand the negative. So I would rather say health, 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 good food, good food, good food, rather than don't eat. Our brain does not know the difference between negative and positive. So instead of being to begin to experience life as it comes moment by, moment by moment in the present, we need to make it a habit because our personal reality begins from inside of us. Gratitude of the moment creates acceptance and openness and positiveness. The more we appreciate things, the more nature is generous to us. Feeling unworthy or victimized are symptoms. And these symptoms are symptoms of contracted awareness because we become like someone standing in a river but only being able to drink from a little bottle. So we have all this water around us from a river, and all what we can drink from is a little water. Because we put ourselves in that position of feeling victimized, or why me, or I'm not good enough, or all the doubt. Let's go for a second and talk about the advantage. I have actually 10 advantages of gratitude. When we practice gratitude, we are less stressed. That's number one. Number two, we are happier. Number three, because we are less stressed and we are happy, we are more productive. Number four, we are more ac 
accepting and we are more patient with the changes that happen around us. Number six, number five, we attract better people in our lives because gratitude goes both ways. Number six, our self-confidence and well-being are higher. Number seven, we are less frustrated and more energetic. Number eight, we know that what we go through is a step towards self-growth or success. So it's positive, no matter what it is. Number nine, we appreciate everything in life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everything happens for a good reason, even if we fail to see it at the time. Number 10, we are positively centered in all our actions and our perceptions and our realities. Okay, so now you can tell me, okay, that's good and dandy. You talked about all that, about gratitude, what it does, and how the brain is rewired, and how an ounce of gratitude gives you a pound of cure. How can I actually develop gratitude? And that's a fair question. So the first thing I'm going to share with you to develop your gratitude is having a gratitude journal. It's so powerful. I promise you it will change your life. So every single day, write down, and you have to write it down, three things that you are grateful for. Little, little things that we might take for granted. Like, I woke up breathing freely. I, I was able to feel the ground on my feet when I put them to the floor. I, uh, my, my dog hugged me. Um, uh, we have electricity. Uh, I was able to go to my laptop. Um, I was able to talk to someone on the phone. Uh, uh, my husband kissed me this morning. These are all little things that we never thought about. But these are all little things that we take for granted because it happens every day, so we forget about them. And we seem to forget that a lot of people don't have them. And that's why we need to start being grateful for them. So three, every day write three little things different from each other. What I usually do at the end of the week, I go back, and because 7 by 3 is 21, I found that in one week I'm grateful 21 things. And if you multiply it by four weeks, which is the month more or less, you have 84 things you're grateful for. 84 things that you're grateful for that sometimes you never thought about it. When you do that, your acceptance and your gratitude and your appreciation change, like I said, the chemicals in your brain, and it makes your days easier. Gratitude keeps multiplying. Feeling thankful can be the simplest and fastest way to improve your life. So Sean Ecker, that is actually a Harvard researcher, and he started a course in Harvard called Happiness. They actually teach people happiness because it comes from the inside. He said, something as simple as writing down three things you're grateful for every day for the next six months, it will turn your life to be amazing. And he has some research. I mean, he did some research on people that were depressed. Uh, some of them were taking medicine, and some of them would just let them do grateful things or write grateful things. And they found out after like three months, the people that kept writing their grateful things used antidepressants less. 
That's how powerful it is. So number one, gratitude journal. Number two, be help to someone else. Be of service to someone else without waiting for anything in return. So mentor someone else because it shifts our focus outward from inward. That's number two. Number three, slow down and reflect to become self-aware of our actions and reactions. Dissect the why and rehearse and response. Remember, it's always easier to stop the actions before the hormones hit and we cannot control the actions anymore. So we need to slow down and smell the coffee and live in the present. Number four, be thankful and show gratitude for everyone trying to help you, but you have to be authentic about it. Number five, and this is my best one, love your perfect imperfections. Remember John Legend? Love your perfect imperfections. Okay, I'm not a singer. Love your perfect imperfections in yourself and in others. Number six, celebrate small wins. So the gratitude journal, be help to someone else, slow down and reflect and live in the present, be thankful and show gratitude, love your perfect imperfections, and celebrate small wins. In summary, to wrap it up, we need to understand that we are a meaningful part of something big, deep, and powerful. Grace is the knowledge that we belong, that we are part of this universe. Gratitude is the catalyst. When we express gratitude, grace responds. When we are present in gratitude, we hear and see things in a different way. Everything matters, no matter how small it is. And we are connected with the universe and with others because when we awaken that feeling of gratitude, it closes the circle. Gratitude is what takes us to peace, acceptance, beauty. Is when we cultivate a state of appreciation that creates patience and tranquility inside of us. Gratitude enriches our present moment, bringing it to life. Everything starts from within us, none from the outside of ourselves. None of our side either can prove any part of who you are to you except you. You are or we are the sole source of every quality that establish who we really are at the core. Only us can be the author of our own life story. We are the author of our book of life. We can start a chapter anytime we want. So let's honor our authenticity and live our story, our story that no one else can live. William Arthur Ward is credited with saying, gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings. Turn routine jobs into joy and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. So my questions for you today is what do you have to be grateful for at this moment, today, this week, this year? We all have a light inside of us. We all have a genius inside of us. Get this light out. Find your genius. So you, you can not only light up your pathway, but you can light the pathway for others as well. Be of service. Be of help of others. Be grateful. 
I know I am. And I'm here. I can help you transform. You can connect with me at info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com. And by the way, our coaching programs are starting from the new year, from the beginning of February. So if you are interested in being part of a group, our seats are very limited because I don't take more than 10 people in every group. So if you are interested in uh, joining our coaching program to transformation, to take you from wherever you are today to wherever you want to go, if you are stuck where you are, if you wonder if you are good enough, if you wonder if you can do it, if you wonder if you have what it takes, join our group. www reinvent yourself to greatness.com this is your host sahar andradi please wait for us next week wednesday at 5 p.m pst the theme of our podcast this whole january is all about how to achieve our goals and our resolutions and who we are from the inside out and our gratitude and what do we need actually to achieve our goals and it's not about only the smart goals so join us every week wednesday 5 p.m pacific time this is your host sahar andradi i love you all and i send you all the love and light in your life see you next Thanks for listening to Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar Andrade. Tune in next week for even more inspiration and tools to create the happy life you've always wanted. Go to www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com or send us an email at info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com. See you next time.